Okay, here we go. Come in. Come on. Hi, gay boys. Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. I'm Hungies. Grace Carr. No, I hate that meme. Nick Kelly. Fascinating content. Project You, the podcast. He's from Norway. There's no way he's a homophobe. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I don't even remember what meme that's in reference to that I hated, but hey. No, <laughs> neither do I. It probably was... um. Maybe the yodeling boy, but I now love him, so I don't know. <laughs> now we've all had ailments. Mason this week. Mason Ramsey is a meme thief. Speaking of ailments, what did he do? What did he steal? The um yeehaw how ye? Oh yeah, the how ye? No, he's just Sweet. he's just repurposing content. That's fine. <laughs> Fully stole it. He's the new Dory. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, I've had laryngitis, so I still have a terrible voice. I've yeah. had a cold, so I'm a little bit rasp. I'm just always depressed. So <laughs> It's a huge that. improvement, though. I spent like 20 minutes on the phone with Nick, and it was the worst 20 minutes of both of our lives. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, got heaps of albums out. We want to ju- uh, dive into a bit of the Christina one, the Five Sauce one's out, Cosmos Midnight, and King Princess did an EP. Um, some awesome new stuff from the- um, people you don't know. The reason that no one likes this show is because I could do an hour-long episode on the Five Seconds of Summer album, and um, I haven't even heard the Beyonce JC album. <laughs> Did you know that three uh, white really, people it, do this podcast? It really says it all. <laughs> Before we get into all that, it's this. Twitter decides. Oh, no, I didn't update it from last week. <laughs> Y'all decide the first song of the podcast uh, with a Twitter so poll at ProjectQ.tv. You, you did decide this week, but I did stack it so that um, a certain song won. Now, and with, before you reveal, uh, actually, no, reveal it. Well, it was both of the Ariana Grande features that came out. Um, so Nicki Minaj's Bed and Troy Sivan's Dance to This. And the winner with a uh, fantastic 69% was <laughs> Troy. Um, my boyfriend message saying, I'm so bored of everyone that listens to Project U being obsessed with Troy Sivan. He wins every poll. Boo. That <laughs> we have curated our intention. audience well, so... Yeah, but it's not just our listeners. We are too, so... I mean, I just, I'm like, I'm never just saying it. Like, he is my favourite pop artist. <laughs> Under the kitchen lights You still look like dynamite And I want to end up on you and uh, the reason I haven't heard a lot of the albums that have come out in the last week is because that would cut into my valuable dance to this listening time. <laughs> we can just dance to this. Don't take much to start me. When we interviewed him, he said this song was kind of like cruisy, and I feel a it. Cruisy bop. Yeah. Like you could dance to it on a beach, I think you said. Yeah, I could listen to it on a beach. I have like a daiquiri in one hand. No, no, this was this one. He said, the, oh, I don't remember. He said boppy and poppy and cruisy a whole lot, so. Yes. Spot on. Someone asked him if the video was going to be like dancing on a beach, and he said, no, they've got a cuter idea. I was like, oh, yeah. Good hunt. I'm so excited. Good hunt. Uh, I love this song so much. Okay, I still can't listen to Ariana Grande without thinking of the that whole tweet. Oh, still, she's. I love her. She's so good on this song. Um, co-write from, of course, Troy and uh, Leland, but also Noonie Bao. Oh, I love Noonie Bao. <laughs> produced by Oscar Holter, who also did Bloom Dream Team. 
What? We can just dance in this. Don't think much to stand me. I just love it so much. Yeah. I love it so much. Love it so much. Go so to the, go to the good. spoken word bit. It's a it's about that. Okay. I think my problem is I keep waiting for something to top my my my, but the reality is nothing probably will. But this is still very good. I heard it again today. Alessia Cara played it on the radio um, as a choice. <laughs> oh, and, thanks, Alessia. And I was like, yep, still slaps. Yes. Okay, is this a spoken word bit? It's called a bridge, but go off. In many cases, tongue. With I love the '80s drum. Very TV rock. Very TV rock. You know that one's like go on and flaunt it. Huh, which mama gave you? Huh. Yeah. Um, they may be I've become very, you. very. Don't you dare! I've become very. <laughs> don't you dare! I've become very, very passionate about bridges and the impact that they have on songs and when they ruin the song and when they, like, slow it down and break the momentum. But I think Oscar Holter and that Max Martin team are just so good at doing it. I think that bridge adds anticipation. That bridge is so good. I love when you go from, like, a banging chorus to, like, an awesome bridge and then we slow it down a little bit and then, bang, it goes again. Um... I have homework for you to do, and that's to listen to the original High by Adam Lambert. Um, if we didn't have a shortened amount of time for this episode, I would play it, but it has the best bridge of all time. I managed to fit TV Rock's flaunt it into the <laughs> Which show. Which is why but... I'm angry at you already. Shot watch. So who's, who's winning the sales at the moment? It's still five seconds of summer, young blood. And this week... Streaming's cancelled. Um, this podcast does not promote dead abusers. So as far as I'm aware, the number one song on streaming is still Youngblood. I've been really <laughs> upset about this. Not to go on a rant, but the amount of people I've seen that have gone entirely back on whatever they've said about domestic violence in Australia Ooh. and like women's safety and then just gone, oh, I'm so sad about this. Oh, my heart is broken. I loved his music. And it's like, dude, either... Oh, it's, I've, I've been so upset about it and, you know, I don't have time for hypocrites and I don't have time for people that support abusers, so whatever, go off. I was looking at the Spotify chart this afternoon and there is just something deeply sexist happening on the streaming charts. Billie Eilish was the only female in the top 10, maybe 15. That's, like, it. It was all dudes and most of the chart is uh, he who will not be named. And that's not the usual he who should be not be named. <laughs> it's not even Voldemort. Come yeah. in. Usually when I say that, I'm talking about <laughs> Dr. Luke. No, you're talking about Voldemort, mate. God, Kygo and Imagine Dragons have a song which is just, just vile. <laughs> I think it's slaps. It's so awful. Although Dan Reynolds has never sounded husky, like older. He just sounds like he's so out of breath. I have this. like a lot of goodwill for Dan Reynolds, who is like, you know, making a documentary about how... The gays should be freed in Mormonism, but this song's <laughs> terrible. Fucking Dan Reynolds. <laughs> Has, have they seen you, the book of Mormon? That's all I know about Mormonism. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And then Martin Garrix has gotten Khalid on his EDM song. Hey, I've softened on Khalid. Oh yeah. Uh, this song's really boring. Um, I go to I go to Martin Garrix for bangers. Where's this sitting at the moment on the charts? Somewhere. Do okay. I have them pulled up right now? 
No. For the chart watch segment that you pr- you produce and you lead. I'm glad you've got the charts. Wait, what charts are we what? looking at? I'll look at them. Just the bloody, um, just the bloody iTunes ones, guys. iTunes. Uh, the Carters are rising nearly top 15 at oh, the moment. they've rebranded as the Carters. I thought people were just not saying Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> no, the album's out as the Carters. So... It's like a little band. It's like the Jack. I like this Five. song. I think it's kind of fun. I think really. Is this the song where they just got one of Migos to um, just make noises and not yes. do a verse? Yes. You can hear it. I was See? thinking about it. That's exactly what Bon Appetit needed. Because <laughs> their verse ruins the flow of that song. Like, that's an example of the kind of bridge that I hate. Yeah. But their noises are good. Here's the noises. Ready? Have you ever seen a stage going apes? When they just make noises, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, they had a bit of fun, you know. Um, we need to play this in full, though. And it's climbing the charts already, and so it bloody should be. The best song of BB Rex's career. Um, so, guys, when I was over in the US earlier in the year, I went to BB Rex's album launch, and, and I was at the front of a group of people, and then she came in, and she was like, I just want to play one song off my album! And it was this, and then I danced with her to it in front of like 400 people who were like all record execs and shit, and it was so scary, but it was so fun, and now I have a really great emotional attachment to this song. It's a great I, Yeah, I remember seeing the video of that that you sent us. I had and, to get it approved to actually post it. And thinking, this song sounds really good. This isn't something that he can post, because like this is a significant song in her <laughs> career like that can't be leaked. So, so It's called I'm a Mess, by the way, we never said... Um, it's so good. Justin so good. Tranter co-wrote it with her. Of course. Yeah, it slaps. And it's got like a bit of meaning into it as well. The album is out next week, and it's really good. There's, there's a lot of good songs on the it. The only album Nick has heard this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that not a Seriously, lie? they sent me the Lily Allen album early. Did I listen to it? Nah. They've sent me the Youngblood album. It's not out for another few weeks. Have I listened to it even though I signed him? Nah. <laughs> but I've listened to uh, Baby. God. I'll tell you that much. Is it I more mean, country? What's the country um, vibe? It's it's all over the place in the best way possible. On a scale of Taylor Swift to Mason Ramsey, where is it? Um, Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. <laughs> fair. Sla- but more pop. Uh-huh. Meant to be is the only country song on it. Oh, Moving well, on. good. <laughs> anyway, um, let's play Let's play the, the female lemon, the, the better lemon. What? Nick, I don't know what you think lemon was, but it was not a hit, a hit song that anyone heard. Are you joking? <laughs> so what was? the fuck is lemon? Lemon by N.E.R.D. No, nobody knows that. Yes, I do. <laughs> this was lemon. I have self-respect. I've never heard that song before. <laughs> anyway, this is Ariana and Nicki Minaj. The light is coming. Also, she mentions Chun-Li in this verse, and I just admire that she thinks Chun-Li had enough of a cultural impact to mention it in a hit future radio song. Is that an Australian politician? Who is yelling? 
That's what I thought. British, but no, I thought it was Australian when I first heard it. So that's part. I'm not just hearing that. That's part of the song. Yeah, it's part of the song. What no, sorry, say? I've got a John Howard soundboard up. <laughs> um, the sample is taken from a 2009 confrontation between a member of the public and Pennsylvania Senator Arlen Specter. It would be better if it was um, a re- Julia Gillard saying, I will not have this man lecture me on sexism. <laughs> I will not be lectured on sexism. Yeah, whatever, yeah. I'm just going to mansplain what she said. To it was me. also sampled in, in Lemon. Was it? Was it? I thought so. Um, it literally just uh, sounds Grande. like Clive Palmer yelling or something. It's awful. <laughs> Ariana is um, a beautiful legend who I love, and she sounds great on these verses. But you've got thoughts. But I hate Pharrell with every fibre of my being. <laughs> this is exactly what I feared well, would happen. N-E-R-D is Pharrell. I know that. You didn't know when a D were a minute ago. I knew it was Pharrell. Good on you. you everything know Pharrell does Nathan sounds Jake. the same. I hate him. I hate him so much. Like, I can't hold it in anymore. I'm sure I've spoken about this before when we were talking about the Ariana Grande album that was coming, and I was like, oh, I don't know, It's she's worked with Pharrell. I hope there's not too much of that. Yeah, you weren't excited about And that here much. it is. I, I remember also there was Instagram, something about on Instagram of them um, working together, and then I posted that, and next to it was the um, the meme of leave her alone or something, or, or, either, or, the, or fuck you, Satan, fuck right off, one of those. <laughs> or no, it was Demi Lovato, get a job, stay away from her. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay, I'm glad we're playing it on the podcast then. I love her though, this sounds so good. But it's so loud and obnoxious. It is a yeah, bit I'm, like sort of. I hate his production. <laughs> why? Why is there a man yelling? <laughs> I hate the yelling political. man. <laughs> the yelling man was yelling over like a, a healthcare proposal or whatever. But it's from <laughs> the Democrats, so like it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> that whole. Yeah, I don't know about I'm it. I'm so upset. <laughs> you sound like my boyfriend. Like, I know that this album, she needed to do something different. She couldn't have just pumped out um, Max Barton bops for another I would have album. been so fine but, with that, though. Like, I would have, but I know others aren't. Mm. But this is just... I just... <sighs> anyway, good chat, guys. Good to uh, catch up uh, over a, a couple, a couple of tunes. So upset. Just putting on everyone's radars at a song from 2014 called Nevermind by Dennis Lloyd. is currently in the top 50. It's getting massive radio play and it's about to be a hit. Who? It does sound like it's from 2014. I know. Who would have thought that fucking Mr. Probs Waves 2.0 has suddenly become a radio hit? Anyway, just flagging that one. That's a no from me. <laughs> um, can we play something that um, is You're up, stunning? Mate. So, Betty Who has put out an EP called Betty Part 1. Good um, on your bet. With the, the past singles, um, Taste, Look Back and Ignore Me, plus a song called Friend Like Me, and the first track, Just Thought You Should Know, which is produced by, what's his name, Peter Thomas? Yeah. So the guy who oh, did her classics. Yay. And this is just a stunning, like, 80s sounding song with just such a good chorus. I 
Nathan's already nailed his little lip sync. The hands are everywhere. It's a beautiful sight to behold. Oh, it's so nice, isn't it, to see Benny doing the Benny thing again? I love it so much. Not it's that we've so not good. liked the new songs. I know. Like, the weird thing is, is that I have loved every song, but there's just like a nostalgic layer yeah, to this. There's like totally. a, a little place in the, my heart that has like, take me when you go. And it's really because, nice yeah. to open that up again. Yeah, absolutely. Because that first album, like, I feel like we all really deeply loved. Yes. It's still, it's still, I still my, it's when probably pe- my favourite album. Yeah, when people ask me my favourite album of all time, I'm not, because you hear people go, oh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. But I'm like, I'm not precious about this. Betty Who's Take Me When You Go was the album I needed at that time, and it is the album of my life so far. I loved it. Closely followed by Blue Neighbourhood by Troye Sivan. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm thinking about it. It's either Blue Neighbourhood or a, or an album that, like, I or really... Or fucking Declan McKenna. Or no, TBH. it was an album by... What's his name? It's a British guy that no one knows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely standard. Um, Typical up behavior. there for me would be... Aiden Grimshaw is his name. Fuck, I forgot it. I just really want to say Hilary Duff Metamorphosis is one of my top albums of all time. <laughs> See, you've beautiful, got to go with the one that comes to mind, because sometimes it just is that. Love it, love it. Good love stuff. Betty. Well done, Betty. We award you... Oh, I forgot. Sorry, Enrique Iglesias Escape. It's my favourite album <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I heard that song with Pitbull again today, Move to Miami or whatever it's called. I don't know that one. Jesus Christ, I'm we don't know her. It's a new one. Anyway, Woo! I'm glad we could listen to Album Fade Alert. Album oh, Alert. Okay. Hang on, I'll Album Alert. I'll pull that up for you. Album Alert. Album Alert. Album Alert. So, Cosmos Midnight, who at time of recording um, do not yet have a song out with Tidely Levi, but will very soon, um, have put out an album which I have not had time to fully consume, but seems like it might be amazing. Um, and is, the obvious, the winner for Aria Best Dance release. Oh, easily. The collabs that we've heard so far have been amazing, but there's, like, Woods is on it. Um, and this one with Tuva Stierka. Yeah, Tuva Stierka, um, co-written by Sarah Ahrens, who is amazing. Oh, you know it's going to be good automatically. I'm dancing in the studio so much today. <laughs> this has just put the pep in my step I needed to continue this like 15 hour really? day. I um I mean, as I said, I could not tell you another song on that album because I haven't had time yet. Well, History was the one with Sarah Aaron's on vocals. Yes. Uh, not credited, not not meant to be saying that, but we all know. We all know. <laughs> and so, yeah, but it's another example of the Sarah Aaron's effect, though. Like, I don't know. Um, Cosmos Midnight are great. They're great. They're great. <laughs> they're one of the great Australian pop things at the moment. They're great. And they're fully underrated. Great, great, as well. great. Another album alert. Oh, uh-huh. fuck me. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Alert. <laughs> album alert. Album alert. Similarly, I haven't had, I mean, the energy to listen to the Christina Aguilera album because it is so slow. Mm. Um, it's a slow... As soon as that first song came out, I tapped out. It's a slow album of, uh, produced by R&B dudes. Um, and that's not what in the past I've gone to her for, nor do I want. But go for it. You do you, girl. 
So this is the one co-written by Julia Michaels and MNEK, produced by MNEK. You can also hear him in the background if you listen to the song. Um, I just... I don't know what to do with Miss Aguilera. I was one of the people on the planet who actually really liked Lotus, so <laughs> yeah, nice. who can who can speak to my taste in in this? But I don't know. I can I can deal with songs with this production style when they still have a pop element. Like that's just my taste. Um, and an example of that is this new song from a Swedish gal named Vera Karlbom. She, I believe, is friends with Zara Larsson. I believe this song is Zara Larsson approved. She gave it promo somewhere, because when I was watching the music video, all the comments were, uh, Zara Larsson brought me here. Zara brought me here! <laughs> I also only watched this video because in the thumbnail was her um, really hot boyfriend. <laughs> Who's Zara's hot boyfriend? <laughs> Wait, Zara? Yeah, I was going to say. No, Vera. Oh. I went to her Instagram. She Both has a lot a of she has a lot of photos with this guy, um, and so I assume that, um, he's her boyfriend. He's really hot and he's blonde. Um, she's also in the video like very close to a woman, so who knows what her sexuality is? We love it. Uh, this song's called oh. Bottoms Up. She's well, well there you go, <laughs> and it's great. Thinking about you, thinking about you. Bottoms up, I did it. Love this. So expansive. She also said something about how um, with the, you know, shortage of female producers mm. being used, that she was really proud to have produced a lot of this herself. That's good stuff. What well on, Vera. And I don't mean shortage of female producers. I mean don't use that them. people yeah. just don't use them because oh, they are gross. Nathan, you bloody no, he was. <laughs> Excuse you. I, Swine! I, um... I'm the world's greatest feminist because this episode I was choosing between which of the Swedish songs, I, Scandinavian songs I would play this week and it was either a blonde man, as usual, yeah. or this song. And I chose Aww. this song. So, um, I love it. Give me the medal, is so what I'm to saying. Have <laughs> Where is my Nobel Priest Prize? <laughs> um, I have to duck out for 30 seconds. It's time for the world's <laughs> longest build-up. <laughs> of the greatest segment in the world. And I am... And yeah, I I'm am, gonna duck out too, one second. I am live on the podcast going to Google what is going on with this man because I have not had time this week to find out what's going on with him. Uh, all of the news articles are still about Rita Ora. The billboard has, has done a post about Louis Bell, the guy he works with a lot. That's nice. Um, what else have Are we you still got? doing this on your own? Rita Ora puts on a quirky display as she goes braless in a very low something. Rita Ora stuns in very daring frontless frock. Oh, some great alliteration there from the Daily Mail. Uh, what else is going on with him? Let's see if anything's new in his uh, Wikipedia discography. Um, it hasn't been updated yet. Oh, it has. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, it's time for... What's up with what? <laughs> <laughs> Ran in, chucked the cans back on and just fired it off. Oh, goodness me. So, the main thing that has been happening with our great buddy, uh, Andrew Watt, is that he produced a couple of the songs on the Five Seconds of Summer album, Young Blood. Alert. Album alert. Album alert. Find me at a quarter to three. So, he produced, of course, 
the title track, Youngblood. Uh, he also worked on a song called Lie to Me. And the song I'm playing right now, which is called Better Man. Oh, it's John Baltatreo. Uh, also with the Monsters and the Strangers. Oh, love them. Oh, that's interesting. It's only written by what Monsters and the Strangers and uh, Luke. Luke Hemming. Oh, shit. That's a good session. Yes. With the Monsters and Strangers were a key part of um, uh, Stay and The Middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think right. the new song as well, which is a Sarah Aaron's co-write. Of course it is. The new Zed single. Like, Zed why? knows what he's doing now. He has hitched his wagon And he's supporting Katie! Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy about um, I could talk about this album for an hour. Like, every time I listen to it, I can't choose a standout because it is all... So good and so relentlessly loud. <laughs> Is it? Album. I still haven't listened. It's like all bangers. Again, maybe I've listened to. And then um, one ballad, which is called Ghosts of You, which is really good. Is it written by the Madden Brothers? <laughs> uh, shockingly, they're not on this, which is good. Um, so this is... I've finally started to... Uh, narrow some things down to standouts. And this one's called Empty Wallets. I mean, yeah, the wallets. I don't know why I thought I said that wrong. Uh, a lot of this album, it's it's an album that's very good, but it's an album with no musical identity. <laughs> Cute. It is... Imagine Dragons meets uh, late Maroon 5 when they were still a band before it was the Adam Levine show meets <laughs> AJR meets Panic at the Disco. Like, yeah, every time I, I listen that. to a song on it, I'm like, God, this sounds like this other thing. Uh, and also One Direction, because half of this album is produced by Carl Falk and uh, Rami Yacoub, who did a lot of One Direction. Yeah. So a lot of it sounds like late One Direction as well. And it's just... It's been one of the great comebacks, hasn't it? Like, we kind of thought towards the end of the last album cycle, that Rolling Stone article came out. It kind of felt like they were, A, on the verge of being cancelled and be kind of at the end of their tether and about to break up. Mm. But it's just turned around, and it's been really nice to see. And they've come back with weird Australian accents. I mean, American accents, too. My favourite so it's like thing. a rebrand. It's really disturbing. Is their accents are, are really gross. Um, I'll let everyone know, uh, Project U did their first ever interview. Um, oh, yes. Six days before Smallsy. Throwing it out there. There's also some songs, um, some more songs that are, like, fully pop, and one of them is If Walls Could Talk. Which, like, at the moment, sounds like kind of like an EDM song, like it's about to have a drop. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, it kind of sounds like One Direction Circa co- Take Me Home. This is co written by Julia Michaels. Get out! One of the songs is Justin Trant, a Valentine. Um, um, the sessions they managed to get for this album. I'm glad they let the LGBTs in. Um, Justin Taranto's on it Teddy Geiger's on it um, Oh lovely She's written a song called Woke Up in Japan She loves ah, to write loves songs to write about, about Japan <laughs> This year apparently <laughs> But I mean Yeah um, It's incredibly solid There, I don't think there's a bad song on it Like It's weird in that Every song is great But when you listen to it as a whole It's like Okay but who's Five Seconds of Summer Yeah Because the last album was bad But there was a musical identity there Gotcha And I watched an interview they did with Aria where they're talking about their influences for this album and it's like wanky bands from the 70s and I'm like, what we, what, what are you talking about? 
It's <laughs> like the writing style of the Beach Boys. The most forward. I'm like, what are you what? talking about? They're one of the most forward-thinking pop in Australia. Yeah, it's like, oh, we were, like, listening to, like, a lot of the Smiths. And, like, we really liked uh, the, uh, the uh, like, writing style of, like, Beach Boys and stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is a Swedish pop-influenced <laughs> pop rock album. What bizarre planet are you living on where they have those accents as well? <laughs> Thanks for that, Nathan. Great to, great to run through the Five Sauce album with you. Always great. Uh, I, if I had time, I would write an extensive review, but I don't have no, time. And my God, do I need to stop talking. Uh, <laughs> it's been like a seven-minute album alert. Anyway, and that was also What's Up With What, tied yeah. into two segments oh, yeah. together. I'm merging things we together love today. Holy matrimony. Here's May Muller, guys. Found this girl yesterday, and by found, I mean I cleared out my email inbox and realised this had been sent to me two weeks ago. This is awesome. It's a brand new song called Pull Up. Best friend. Yeah, you used to be my best friend We used to kick it till the morning And um, hold hands But that was there Apologies to anyone who has emailed me anything about pop music Within the last three months <laughs> I'm in the same issue I'm sorry, I really do mean to reply But I just, I really just don't have time <laughs> Now, um, I hate doing this But like the fader and paper mag And all that kind of stuff They love this girl um, she's 20, she's from North London Really clever pop stuff And this is produced by Two Inch Punch as well Who? So pull up, pull up I know you're trying to pull the trigger And I love I see you creeping and I'm fed up, fed up You made a fool out of me I wish she's out outer pull up, I know It kind of, um, it gives me this sort of Lily Allen cross Sigrid vibe and I really, really like it. <laughs> so I wasn't paying attention. I was watching a gif of Demi Lovato taking a photo with a fan and, like, smiling. And then as soon as she turned her back, she's just like, Ugh. <laughs> And her face changes. And I found that deeply relatable and also really funny. Uh, and I wasn't paying attention. What, for all the fans you take, you take selfies with? No, I find it deeply relatable. Has anyone ever nice. come up to you and gotten a photo with you? Once. I have. Aww. One deeply strange character. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I want to say it was out the front of a Trace of That sounds about right. Or Amplify, or um, like the Casper Lee show when like 200 people came up to me and got photos of me. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what is going on? I uh, have had photos taken of me at a primary school breakfast OB. Stop. <laughs> 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 anyway, I really like this song. I really like May Mola and I'm really excited for the stuff to come as well. This song's really cute. feels really nice. It feels really delicate. Um, yeah, it seems like the kind of thing uh, Triple J could froth on and Zane Lowe would like have oh, yeah. a conniption about. <laughs> we love Zane! I was busy thinking about in a shocking turn of events, I don't have any boys to bring this episode. What? Because um, we're, you know, pinched for time. So, Nick, no. go ahead. Oh, this is my boy. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yay! Mulholland Blonde has a song out. Now, you may have known Mulholland Blonde in the past. Um, we've covered him quite extensively as Mulholland. So he was like... Oh, Ma- is that who this is? Yeah, it's Maxie Boy. Oh. Our mate Max... Um, he's done a double single. There's Tangerine and Control. Now, Control's got this more plotting thing we'll get to in a second, but Tangerine's got this, like, Matthew Young-esque kind of R&B thing with a really cool falsetto in the chorus, and it's just that really nice kind of music you can just kind of get soaked up in. 
come closer. Your citrus and all over. My tongue on your lips got the lip. Oh, yeah, and it's quite visual. The, uh... I was going to say the visuals before you use the word oh. in front of me. No, but you're right. But uh, the visuals for his single covers are really good. Heaven. This one kind of gives me a bit more of a Nick Jonas vibe. Go back I, to the start again. Oh, yeah. I just instantly heard Nick Jonas. Yeah. Ready? And he gets his name into both songs. Love it. Playing on my heartstrings. Jason Derulo is quaking. Um, and after listening to both the songs quite extensively, I reckon this might this is my favourite so far. It's got a really solid pop feel to it. And he did a really great interview with Pirates the other day talking about how it's kind of like this neo-soul R&B bullshit, but pop at its core. And it really is. There's nothing about this that feels cheap or, or sort of half-assed. It's really well-produced pop. Yeah, this is really nice. It's like kind of light, a little bit like dreamy, but a bit sexy too. Totally, yeah. Now this is very much a typical song that we play in the boys section, I approve. (laughs) Bit of fun, guys. Check him out, Mulholland Blonde. He's a really, really talented guy. And if you're um, a more visual learner, um, very aesthetically pleasing man as well. Album alert, album alert, album alert. Just wanted to quickly let everyone know the King Princess EP came out. And it's, um, it's got some really cool you're moments so on it. Rich, so we played Talia last podcast and all really enjoyed it. Be- brilliant songwriting. Um, a really, really nice pop song. But you know it's like this is Upper West Side, which was something a bit different from the, from the record. She's good. Came out as genderqueer. I did really, really try and do my research on pronouns. Found an article she had had heavy involvement with that used her and she. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, I realised who she looks like. Who? Yeah. Tish. <laughs> no, no, no. Kind of a prettier Tish, though. No, no offence to Tish. Oh, don't Tish be rude to Tish. I mean, my mum's car. Um, okay, quickly, the losing song of the episode. <laughs> Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande's Bed. This is the third Ariana Grande song of this episode. I do love Hell her. Hell yeah. Uh, I love her on this song. And while, I mean, I usually love Nicki Minaj too, but she's not doing it for me this era. In her, in her songs or her features. Mm, I'm not loving it. Back shots to the beat of the on yo. Got me yucking like you got a milli on yo. You say I'm the, the uh, I want to say the last one I liked was probably Swish Swish. <laughs> oh, I, I really like Chun Li and Barbie Tings, but but more from a like um, the reason I like Monster by Kanye that you can it kind of just goes off every time you hear it like at a club or something. I wouldn't listen to it in me in me off time. <laughs> 
Ariana is great on these songs where she's being all like breathy and sensual. She's like, the only um, artist that's allowed to be breathy. Like Get On Your Knees, which is I think was from the last Nicki Minaj album. Oh, I thought that you were better. just saying that, Nathan. Uh, I was not saying was that. Like, oh, heavy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like a, a B minus. <laughs> wow, you did well. Approval. <laughs> all right, well, well done, guys. We will see you next episode with new music um, from Tide Levi. Jay Hart has her song coming out. Yes. Which we're so excited about. Jay Hart's written basically, a, he's like he's like Leland in that he's written a song that we've played on this podcast pretty much every podcast. So looking forward to playing his song. In the meantime, subscribe, review, download, and let people know that this podcast's actually half decent. Have and, a good one. and if you like the new Ariana Grande single, I'm sorry. <laughs> Catch you next week, guys, every Tuesday, unless we are plagued with illness. Have laryngitis. We upload. <laughs> Normally. Normally we're good. Bye, my gay boys. Beautiful artwork. <laughs>